right. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a we are back from the bye week. This is yeah. Inside Slant. I am your host, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am your host, Derek Vu. Uh, we are back. Uh, week six, we are going to play the Cincinnati Bengals this Sunday, everybody. But let's first let's introduce everybody around the room. We have Austin Vu, Sean Wynn, and Ryan Wynn. Everybody, uh, we are just a bunch of cousins who like to talk Seahawks. A little bit of betting advice. And a nice little Seahawks salute at the end. So this week, or let's let's recap the uh, Giants week, guys. Well, we we haven't really talked since then. Um, let's go th- right into it. Our likes, the obvious, Devin Witherspoon, baby. That was that was a statement game, right? That was that was saying, hey, yeah, I have top five talent. My athleticism is unmatched, and my instinct is there. So uh, we got ourselves a dog. <laughs> Like that might have been the best individual performance and defense I think I've seen from from the Seahawks, and that's I think that's saying a lot. Um, okay, Bobby's had some good games, but Bobby, yeah, it's Bobby, up there. Yeah, it's up Bobby, there. Even in that game, the Giants game, Bobby went crazy too. But um, yeah, Spoon is a superstar in the making. So de- uh, just and... a real quick recap: uh, Devin Witherspoon seven seven tackles, two sacks. One pick six and a tutty. Yeah. Pick he was doing some things off the stat sheet too. He would just he was there every play, it felt like. Like he was Did you mention the tackle for loss? Yeah. Mention the tackle oh, for loss where he, he he literally hit sticked the running back. The running back was upended off of his feet and just fell backwards. It was insane. I think yeah, like uh, I said, he looks good, but uh I still want to see it, you know, against good competition. You know, he's playing the Bottom three offenses in the league. Daniel Jones makes so. forty million, <laughs> and we all know how that they got ripped off, man. True, not even gonna lie. But yeah, he does. Yeah, he does look good. He does look good. But let's. I just want to pump the brakes a little, dude. He was. No, I think he's. I yeah. think he's the fat, or not the fastest, like the straight line speed, but like instincts wise, in terms of flying to the ball and stuff like that, he's the fastest and most most athletic guy on our team. I think. It's- He's smart too, dude. I was watching a KJ's podcast, the his first sack of the game in the nickel blitz. Um, on the replay, if you watch it, he was kind of like faking, like he didn't know what was going on, trying to talk to Bobby. Um, but like all the all the while, like he knew he was gonna blitz, he timed it perfectly. And I think that's why Daniel Jones didn't uh, didn't see him coming off the edge. I, I think I've been saying this like uh for the last two weeks, but He's he's really like our version of Tyron Matthew was for LSU. Um, you put him like anywhere on the field, he's gonna make an impact, right? Like his his true position is just near the ball, <laughs> um, making plays. Yeah. Um, God, this game feels like so long ago. So it it since it was what two weeks, two weeks ago, I am still. Um, okay. Well, one thing there's a dislike in this, but the, my other like that I like to say was. Uh, uh, I love the fire in Gino's gut when he came up and started yelling and John at the entire Giants team. <laughs> I was like, that's my quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it wasn't even that bad of a hit, bro. 
it, it, it's not. I mean, it, it was bad, but not like it wasn't like egregious where they did it, it on purpose. Yeah, kind of, it wasn't intentional. Some might say that was for all the dogs. You can't. <laughs> a defender can't do do too much about it, but um, the likelihood of an injury on that tackle is very high. I mean, that's yeah. that's how Tony Pollard broke his leg, right? That's how Mahomes like had a high ankle sprain in the playoffs. Um, because like that type of tackle, they were looking at in the in the off season uh, at that they wanted to ban it. It's called like the hip drop hip drop tackle or something like that. Um, but that one wasn't like you know intentional or anything. It's just it's really bad. Yeah, it's hard to argue that because the defense is already such a disadvantage for like almost everything these days. That, like you're gonna ban another type of tackle. I think that's why they they kept it. But I mean, it still was a late hit out of bounds. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty- yeah. Oh, right, that part. Yeah, not, yeah, that part is not debatable. But uh, okay, uh, we we were supposed to talk about Devin Witherspoon. He is great. I just want to leave it at he has two sackles. Jalen Carter uh, has one. So um, for all you haters out there, well, well uh, <laughs> those Carter stats again. Uh, I, I, I believe he has, I believe he has three and a half now. So at the, uh, oh, does he? Oh my! If you count uh, week five, I think. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh hell, he does have three and a half. Our defense without yeah, two last week. Like, yeah, it's more impactful. Like, if we didn't have Spoon this year and say we did have Jalen Carter, I don't know. We might be in a worse spot, dude. Like, no, our second our, our run have... defense is pretty good, actually. No, our run no, defense run is beautiful. Defense. They, they filled it in. So, I mean, Jaden Reed's going out of his mind right now. Yeah, it's talking about the defense. Let's talk about the entire defense, right? Jaron Reed, I think that was the best game he's played. Uh, 11 sacks, guys. Eleven's two. Yeah, that is, is that the most in history? Tied no. for, <laughs> tie for, tie for there the were one. There one short. Yeah, there were one short. But, uh, fucking insane run defense. Still lived up. I mean, then it wasn't against Saquon. It's not like that line has is much to write home about. But uh, I remember uh, someone saying Matt Brito is going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> As a first carry, I said, here we go. He got eight yards and didn't get it right. You know what? I, I know think what? like oh go ahead. I was gonna say I think three of those sacks are like kind of inflated though, where Daniel Jones kind of just runs out like one yeah. inch before the line of scrimmage. So it wasn't like but yeah. And mean. one sack spoon was actually <laughs> on um Paris Campbell. Oh, right. It was the uh, backwards pass. It was right? a backwards pass to him. And well, it's, it kind of uh, was a sack? It yeah. Was a sack, like, I didn't still... remember two sacks, but yeah, I, I saw that one. It was yeah. a backwards pass. But that you know, instinct on that play, he, it was like instant when he like blew it up. It was crazy. Yeah. But it's, like, it's kind of like a two-sided dagger where Spoon, he's, I don't want him to get too comfortable with just coming up like that because remember what we saw in the Lions game, like yeah. they used his aggressiveness against them where like, this game, they didn't even throw. Was it like they didn't even throw a pass longer than seven yards or something? Till yeah, the that definitely helps. That definitely like, helps. <laughs> so but, he's just he's just coming up on every single play. So it's like, but let's let's. That's if he was at the uh, the the right cornerback. What if he's in the nickel? How how much aggression could you actually get beat there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he was in the nickel like a good amount, wasn't he? This game? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Transit. He was mostly nickel this game. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, like, they don't have him covering deep routes. Uh, when it's like that, yeah. but uh, um, the, the Seahawks, uh, we, we have 16 sacks through four games this year. I granted uh, 11 in one game, but we only had six through four last year, so vast, vast improvement. Uh, we talked about the run defense, um, I believe we're like the uh, top five or 
Yeah, maybe that's top five. Top, top Where I think I think I saw a stat that said they're number one in yards per rush. Wow. Yards per like, rush, we are number one. Yeah. Yards per rush, we are number right. one. I know the the game though. I do got to talk about. Uh, it was vintage Bobby. I thought he just like Bobby played unreal. Look at it. he has seventeen tackles, nine solo, two sacks, two tackle for loss. I think he was just everywhere. And Bobby um, in the box. Yeah, it's game unreal. His pass coverage, you know, obviously it just gets worse with age for anyone. But I think, you know, like he was the biggest signing going into the offseason. And, you know, he's proven it. Like, I don't think we'll, we win the title without Bobby uh, back on this team. It's the Bobby effect, man. Everybody on the line, staying disciplined, following their gaps. <laughs> we, need a, we need a leader. Like the, <laughs> I, I, for a run defense and for a pass rush, I think it's all Bobby. But, um, yeah, the pass coverage – you could see how slow he was getting to the flat on those a couple of those throws and stuff like that. But it reminded me of a certain Bobby coming back to the Bourbon Bowl and leading the Mud Mud Dogs back to a Super Bowl <laughs> Bourbon Bowl win. Bobby Boucher out there for all y'all who know. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's. Uh, while we're on the defense, one more person got a shout out Jamal Adams. You know, it's so unfortunate, but I I thought he was flying across the field. The plays he was there. Bringing yeah. that four plays, <laughs> uh, you see the passion, though, bro. He's like, hey, dude, if he got, that, he got the sack, <laughs> I think if he got the sack on Daniel Jones, I swear to God, he doesn't get hurt, dude. And he's not trying to, like, you know, make so many crazy- and physical, though, like, more than just like flying to the ball. The hits were big, yeah. they were yeah, like, it gives an energy to the Seahawks. Too. It was like people were scared. I, I, I think the like anybody in the flat or anybody like in his route area would be scared to get tackled kind of by him. So, yeah, that's what I hate about him a little bit, though. Too. You see the form like on that tackle, though. He didn't even try to wrap up, he just throw his head and shoulder down, not even looking. That was definitely a lazy <laughs> <one. He, laughs> rust there. I think There's the fatigue rust. got to him a little bit, and he was like, Oh, easy tackle. Yeah, he okay. has some underestimated vanilla Vic. Uh, speaking of white quarterbacks, uh, we have Mr. Put on himself, Drew Locke. Right? He came in for an injured Geno Smith, led a touchdown drive. He had a couple of nice passes, even some a drop, I would say, by JSN that, that should have went for a first down. But um, key, I think it was third down, uh, hit Noah Fan for 50 yards up the up the sideline. Um, sure, it was a lot of yak, but Drew Locke had a couple of nice throws in there. So shout out to you, Drew Locke. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it makes me not as nervous, you know, like if Gino were to get injured, you know, knowing that obviously he not the best completion percentage, two for six, not all on him though, but he has quick reads. He has you can tell he has the arm talent though. So I mean, dude, I'm not even gonna fret. I was I was pretty scared. Even though I'm confident with Drew Locke, I was scared since we had Phil Haynes and Damian Lewis go out too. That was yeah. that was rough. Dislikes? Uh sure. Uh, let's let's move it on. Uh, third down, our third down, both offense and defense is still a little problematic. Besides getting the sacks, um, Daniel Jones was still twenty-seven to thirty-four uh, on the day. So without the eleven sacks, he would you know, still had a great completion percentage. Um, anyone have our third down numbers on offense? Oh, it's actually really bad. Um, I, I didn't have yeah, up. up right now. But but with that, you know, kind of on picking up the back the third down, I think. Uh, last well, last pod we were talking about last pod we were talking about time of possession. We're still losing that, and so and so that was kind of frustrating to see that Giants was just like being able to hold onto the ball, even move the ball and drive. Um, and we weren't. We were actually 
not having um, not converting. <clears throat> what were the numbers, man? Three for twelve on third down, zero for two on fourth down for the Seahawks. Even the Giants had six for sixteen and then two for four. <laughs> Those just... two fourth downs are pretty bad too, right? They like, are. It was a sneak. One, wasn't one of them a sneak, and then the other one was um, a run? No, the other one was the uh, the PA throw to Charbonnet, but then Gino threw it a little behind oh, him. Oh, behind him. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then um, we had 13 first downs to their 17. That's, that's part of the what makes me excited, though. Like We had such a great win with so much to improve on. Yeah, it was not a good win. I mean, yeah, I mean our, it was our defense, man. Our defense played. Big win, man. Our defense carried us for sure. It wasn't a complete win. It didn't make you feel like, um, oh fuck, our team's unstoppable. That's I didn't yeah. I didn't feel that way. But uh, yeah. Also, um, you mentioned the JSN drop. Pretty disappointed there. Pretty disappointed. He didn't feel like he was running yeah. his routes. Also, the uh, he did get the completion on uh, early in the game, and then couldn't break like one tackle. You know, like yeah. this guy should be shifty enough to like get away from that guy in the open field. Like, I know. I feel like he didn't still... have a crazy angle on him. It feels like he's yeah. playing. It feels like his mentality is like he's still playing against college people or something like that. I mean, he what? Yeah, he had a whole year off basically. True. Maybe he's like still just getting it, getting his feet under him. But I mean, he looked good in the preseason and in practice, like. Yeah, um, that's that's against too. Yeah, he's he's young too. I'm wondering if he's more mental. You know what I mean? Like he just needs but, one one game per week. But granted, it. it's a long season. Our offensive script was thrown off a lot. Yeah, this 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 game with like Gino and Drew and 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 the, and the linemen and all that stuff. So I mean, it just may not have been um like a planned script where where he was like ready for it. Right? It might have been new Maybe plays. Him, we're not putting him in a position to succeed yet either. Like, I, I don't think he's too effective on the screen. I mean, at least what, from what we've been seeing, I think uh, uh, we'd like to see him just more quick hits across the middle or, you know, but we'll, we'll see this week. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll see this week, but also I don't want to see this week is Maga Myers. Yeah. Kidding. Missed another field goal, but chippy. That's why we gotta go for it on fourth down sometimes, and we know fourth we don't have good short yards. Okay, we're balls. we're zero for two on fourth down. Yeah, I mean we're not gonna. I mean, Myers, I don't know. <laughs> he'll he'll have a bad week. And like if he has a bad week this week, I I'll be really concerned. But um, I don't know. I think just like um, you know maybe JSN Jason Myers is definitely like a confidence player in my opinion. Um, you know, we saw it, uh, what was it, after week three, going into week four. Oh, no, 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 sorry. It was the uh, Panthers game. Um, the game, the week before, he missed a few field goals, and then you know, the Panthers game kicked in for them. So um, I, I expect him to come in clutch this week, but, again, you know, we'll see. If he has a bad week, we, we might be in big trouble at kicker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just let's just hope for the best because we did sign into a contract and we owe him some money, quite a bit of money. Um, let's get uh, wrap it up with so some final thoughts on the game. I know we lost Jamal early, but it was in, uh, some some say is uh, still encouraging. I'm still excited to see him. We won twenty four to three. It should have been more, right? We those those two fourth downs, like we definitely did leave points on the board. Line. Um, we definitely did get a. Uh... Uh, interception in the red zone for them. So 
I, I think it's it's a very positive um, positive outlook because we weren't we weren't even running at full tune. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, other than special teams and defense, that was that was insane. Dixon, maybe the best punting game I've actually ever seen. That was we forgot to mention him in the likes, but he was going crazy. Oh, I think he had yeah. like averaging fifty two yards or something on that, those punting. I was like, as the end, not even in the air. So um, <laughs> hats off to Dixon, but. Yeah, we won this game purely off of defense and special teams. Um, the, the reason that we got the first touchdown was because of turnover uh, and on their side of the field, right? So it feels good because I feel like once we get once Gino gets a little in the groove, we get the offensive line back, the run like we start controlling game a little better. Um, it, see, it feels like it could be scary. It feels like it'd be a really good team. Our, our ceiling is insane for this team. Uh... I don't know. You can, I think you can see the camaraderie too. Like on Spoon's pick six, you got Julian Love, Tariq Woolen, like sprinting full speed to help him score. Gino's like out there barking at people with the team behind his back. I think they're they're moving as a one unit. Um, so they, they for sure like the team overall just has a certain type of feel, like a swagger, right? I don't want to say we're like the LOB is back. But we, we definitely just have our own swagger, like our own identity that we're forming. Uh, Gino barking at the other team because you know the team got his back spoon. And I do want to shout out uh, Anthony Bradford. He came in off the bench, played right guard. Um, he was just getting after it, after uh, Leonard Williams on the goal line. And um, he, he just did not care. Like, he, he wanted all that smoke. And um, I said he was a, a mauler when he was drafted. So he's definitely not afraid to throw some punches. Yeah. Shout out to what's that name too? Olulua Timmy coming in, and then oh, Evan yes. Browns, and then uh, Evan <laughs> I like Browns our rookies, fighting man. over. I like our rookies. I mean, again, Giants, but man, our rookies were playing well uh, that game. Yeah. All right, but we got a much needed buy. All those injuries, all on the O line, concussion protocol that we needed to clear. Um, who else? Oh, Abe Lucas isn't coming back though. It doesn't sound like it. he is not uh, activated to uh, or designated to return to practice, but Charles Cross should come back. I right. think. And I think he's been out since the second, first game, first, second half of the first game. Both of, the, both of them were gone first game, but um, Abe Lucas, we have, I think like 10 more days to activate him off of the IR. Otherwise he's out for the season. Oh. It's like, you have like a 20, I think you have a 20 day window. For if you're on the pup to return list, or uh, so that's a little risky there, considering that if we push him and he's out for a whole year or something like that, that might be harsh. Yeah, I don't know how much longer can handle Jake Kerr on. He's uh, he had one good game, but he's he's pretty shaky back over there. Hey man, Foresight is actually pretty nice. Foresight is nice, yeah, Um, I like him, but yeah, no, I think much needed by much needed by in terms of like health and rest, but we got a, we got a pretty big game now, especially because Bengals are, uh, they, they feel like they, now that it looks like they're clicking <laughs> after one game, they're clicking. They're one desperate. Game. The Bengals are desperate. I mean, we know their potential right? and I think everybody likes their potential like Vegas and everybody. So it's a dangerous team. You know that. Yeah. Uh, DK giving a little bulletin board material to Jamar Chase. He said, uh, Jamar Chase is a great player, but he thinks Spoon will get the better of him this weekend. You know, some will say uh, it's just DK hyping up his own rook, right? 
but uh you know sometimes uh i think the media is trying to play it as um as hyping up jamar chase jamar chase knows what it is you gotta hype up your teammates you're not gonna say oh yeah like we, our team our team can't cover him like, so he knows what it is but the media is trying to make it up to be something is t higgins back he's, just, so. he's uh practicing probable. in a limited fashion right now but he's, i think he's probably gonna come back okay so he's gonna be back too damn, damn. Scary, scary game dude. that's gonna and be the momentum uh, that the momentum they have from last week uh, yeah, they dropped like mean, dude, 40 right but like uh it was close uh through the up until the like midway through the third quarter right like J- josh dobbs he had two touchdowns in the first half they had a running touchdown to begin the second half uh, if it wasn't for his two picks and a fumble, because I know that because I started him in fantasy football. But, um, you know, they Arizona had a chance. Also, Connor went down. Connor was averaging seven yards per carry against them. Yeah. So what's the you keys? Guys- what are the keys to the games, guys? Or what are you watching? All right, let me start. Yeah. My, my key, the Bengals have, well, I guess Joe Mixon's been doing okay. You know, I think he's been averaging like 70 yards a game, but – I think the key is to limit him. <clears throat> um, like we know what this Bengals passing attack is. Um, you know, if we make him one dimensional, like they have been, you know, typically that's recipe for success in the games they've uh, lost so far. Um, you know, Burrow, he's just, he's been hit every game. I think we got to keep pressure on him. Stop he's the statue back there. Yeah. So we, we shut down the run, make them one-dimensional. It should aid, like, the pass rush. This Bengals O-line is is atrocious. I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow has been sacked 11 times already through five games. So, you know, just a little over two two sacks per game. Um, yeah, that's that's my key of the game. Stop Joe Mixon, make him one-dimensional. I'm, I'm back to, I'm back to uh, time control. You know, I, I don't – out of the previous teams – Except Detroit, maybe I, I don't want to get into a shootout with them in, in case we in case we can't you know have the last score. So that's why I want to have control, um, ball control, like us knowing that we've tired their defense out. I don't want our defense getting tired or anything like that. Um, so real good successful drives, which means that converting on third downs. You know what I mean? So that's me. I think my biggest key to the game is what Ken said too, pressure, getting Burrow uncomfortable. And then I also want to try to do it with like not sending too many guys on a blitz because seeing Burrow struggle when we, people play too high safety, as long as you don't get beat over the top, should be okay. If we just let him, you know, take his check downs and see where our front seven goes with getting stops with the run and uh, getting pressure on him. So one thing about Burrow, he – like his career, he's been made making a career of like escaping and making like a like a great throw, right? Uh, being poised, but since the calf injury, he's been pretty like like a statue, like there back there. Uh, Bengals seventh worst at protecting the pass in the NFL. The Giants were the worst, obviously, but um, we should have a good day on the D line. Otherwise, it might be a long day for us. Uh, and again, you know your time control. I think you're right. Uh, since he gives up 154 yards per game rushing. So we'll be, you know, Kenneth Walker, uh, Charbonnet uh, should definitely uh, have a good game up there. Quick stat. When Bengals have not possessed the time, uh, possessed the ball more than 30 minutes, they are 0-3. When they have possessed the ball more than 30 minutes, 
they're two and oh that's the basic one there man Uh, you're you're right man the time control is big and like this feels like i mean the lines were a big test and i think we failed in the sense that we didn't put that game away you know like after trey brown's pick six like the Bengals, they're legitimate super bowl contender like regardless of how you know their season started so i think another key to the game too is like we have to capitalize on every opportunity because, you know, with teams like this, if you don't put them away, they're, they're going to come back and uh, find a way to be you. So who are you excited Stat for you guys? Since, uh, going off Neam's point, our opponent has had the ball for over 30 minutes in three out of the four. And the fourth one, it was 29 minutes and 32 seconds. So pretty close. Yeah, no, we. That's the uh, Carol- that's the Carolina game. Right. Yeah, I know. I was I was keeping track of that too. Yeah, All right, guys, what's our uh, scoring predictions? Shit. Go ahead, go off. Yeah, I want to say it's over. I I did. I was. Here. What is the over line? The the over line's forty five right now. I was hearing rumblings about the weather though, so. This game, I could see it being being more uh, fought and won in the trenches. Give me Seattle 21-19. We squeak out a win. 21-19. All right. That's close. Uh, myself, I'm going 32-21. I think 30 is kind of the sweet spot for this offense. We should have a good day. A 21 because, you know, uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, you got to respect them. They they. They literally scored three touchdowns themselves uh, last week. So 32-21, I think we outlast them. I'm on cloud nine still. Uh, I think for some reason, betters and data are not respecting the Hawks. I I kind of like that. I kind of like that spread you got there, Koi, 32-21. I'm going to go a little less, though. I'm going to say 27 to uh, to 16. Um, All right. Okay. All right. Damn. I'm gonna go. About you, uh, I, I think Bengals offense, you know, riding a good wave. They're getting all their weapons back. Um, we've seen our defense give up a lot of yards besides to the Giants. So I don't think they're gonna hold them to what that little point. So I'm gonna go 28-31. Seahawks up winning. Yeah, that is true. God. And one other thing I forgot to add too is like this crowd is gonna be crazy, right? Like the the fans kind of know the Bengals season. It's even though it's early, like it's a little shaky. Things are kind of on the line. I think another big key is like coming out the gate, uh, you know, quieting this crowd as much as we can, limiting the mistakes on just any penalties. Um and I don't know. I would love to see a double T on Jamar Chase. He, he's he was going crazy <laughs> that last game. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, Joe Burrow's second touchdown he threw to him, like oh, right off the, the third quarter. Oh my god, that, was, that throw yeah, was, that was so that was pretty good. insane. Yeah. So Jamar Chase is locked in. I I think we gotta really you know spotlight him, of course. But right. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the more I talk about this, I twenty one nineteen might not be the move. <laughs> guys, guys, <laughs> be, just listen yeah. to me real quick. I feel like Sharby is getting into his groove, right? Um, Kenneth Walker is, is is actually, you can see he's made the maturity jump. Um, Cincinnati, 31st in the in the league in rushing, defense, defensively. Like, 
the recipe is there if we take if we can take it. Yeah. If we can if we can dominate the run, the recipe is there for us, man. Do you guys see the PFF grades? They had Charbonnet number ten. Uh, Ken oh. Walker. Ken Walker was like number seven, I think. Dude, Charbonnet oh. looks good every time he touches oh. it. Bro. They had like a Chan was number one. I think James Conner was actually number two, and they had McCaffrey number three. I mean, in my mind, dude, it, like every time I've seen Charbonnet run the ball, it looks like he's gonna run someone over. Yeah, <laughs> I know our recipe is there, dude. Like, just just keep attacking him on the ground, and it'll open up the whole whole game. Get the tight ends involved on some bootlegs and our you know our big formation. Mm-hmm. Hey, so at Bank Ken, I know you said uh, the over over under is forty nine. We're kind of teeter- our scores are kind of teetering that uh, that line right there. But I'm wondering if you have any more betting picks and weekly locks for us. <laughs> it's it's been a while. I. I had some loss go awry last week. I'm a, I'm a shaken man. <laughs> yeah, I can. I know. Regardless, I do have some locks for y'all for this weekend. Let's just start off with the Seahawks plus two and a half, or actually, sorry, plus three now. Plus three we can now. Lock, yeah, you can go ahead and lock that one in. You're not I gonna give us the money line. Give me a spread. Give me a spread oh, just in God, case. Geez. Don't be greedy. Take oh, the geez. points. Take the points. Take the money line, bro. <laughs> Take the money line. Another one I've been seeing, kind of spicy line, Cardinals plus seven at the Rams. Cardinals been scrappy team. I think uh, they're, they're a pretty good bet there. Uh, heavy public uh, betting on the Rams currently. And um, my last lock of the week, Damn it, I don't know why I feel this one's gonna happen, but give me Giants plus 14 and a half at the Bills. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the entire country has ruled this team out. It's Sunday night. Like you got 90% of people betting on Buffalo. Can we Bills coming off a lot? Do you think they're gonna win two in a row? Now that you just mentioned that, can we please flex that game out? Nobody wants to see the Giants oh on primetime again. The fourth time in six weeks, man. It is bullshit, man. It's not good. They, their offense can't even score. Let me. It's so me bad. Down here in the streets in New York, the the fans have given up. They've they've abandoned this season. So I I agree. Um, I, I got I only got one pick. Um, I only got one pick for you guys, and that's uh, Chicago over Vikings. For Vikings, it's a okay. Chicago plus money 10. line. Oh, so, oh, hey, toss the money line too. Let's go. All right, plus three <laughs> at home against the Vikings. Man. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a uh, oh yeah, it's at home. Well, they are at home. It's at home. Yeah, yeah, it's at home. Okay. Potentially, uh, Kirk Cousins' last game as a Viking. I've been hearing rumor mills to the Jets. There's a couple. Of, okay, are we in the are we in the league talk now? Because that's perfect. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's well, go league talk. <laughs> go ahead. I mean, the league talk is like. Some teams are going to start start dealing out everybody they have, right? Cousins, um, Denver. Uh, I mean, yeah, Jerry Judy. There's talks of Jerry Judy. There's talks of Cousins. I mean, I'm going to even propose that I think Rams should sell off Cup and Donald. Donald, like they're not going to be a part of this their next good team. I think it's the perfect time to just get draft capital, and they got some. They do have young guys that they can make a team with. You don't think the Rams can make another run though? Like, say they add in, like their offense is low key dangerous again. Puka is like top 
But what's the I can't believe it. Top fifteen. Top fifteen. But what's the point if they're just like a fringe playoff team? Yeah. Are they beating the Niners? You know they they can't be the nine. I mean, the Eagles. That's true. Their test was the Eagles. I I really thought they were going to show up that game. Same. I thought they were better than that. Aaron Donald, not the same man. Yeah, you could see it. You could see it. Um, I I think just this past weekend. NFL show that there's levels to these teams, right? Like, I think the disparity in the league is larger than ever right now. The Eagles are moving different, dude. They're, they're fucking team. Their defense scary. is actually not as good. Like, it's not no, as strong as it was the last year. God. Can we run it back to the first episode? Can I have someone on here said the Eagles aren't going to be as good this year? Who said it? Who said it? I still, I still <laughs> They're they they're ripe for an upset. I don't know. That's <clears throat> wins they squeaked out. Their the, defense is the thing not, is. Not I feel like the Eagles are the same as the Seahawks right now. They still haven't even won with everybody humming, but they have the players to make it work. You know what I mean? SF is just like if I just if someone's gonna ask who's gonna win the Super Bowl, SF is gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, SF is actually good. I mean, it's. It's it's scarily eerily similar similar to uh, 2013 LOB and mm-hmm. Russ taking the jump his second year like Brock Purdy right doing right now man that stuff is scary that Thanksgiving game is yeah. gonna be insane like, Purdy boy swag I'm not gonna lie he has some fucking nice throws I'm uh, yeah. talking about around the league he had a third down callback it was like third in I think third and seven he got a callback because of a PI or a holding or whatever so it's third and seventeen and he does it again. Uh, he stared down the barrel to hit hit Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel with a back to back plays. It was crazy. The Talking about the crosser, the crosser over the middle, yeah, the crosser Boy, to Ayuk. I was like, God damn, that was nice, dude. That was nuts. Oh god, and Ayuk is actually, I think he might be number one over there now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ayuk, yeah, yeah, Ayuk easily, easily. <laughs> dude. I am scared. Um, and Fred What's Warner, man, Jesus. Warner is he's insane. He's um, on the same level as what Bobby was at his, at the prime here. Yeah, I think the only thing stopping the Niners is injuries. Like most of the times, I True. think they everything else they have humming for them. Um, I want to bring up some topics. Uh, I think I saw some good stats of how Boye Mafe is winning at like the Ooh. second highest clip in the league right now. I mean, granted, I know that. There's the outlier game against the Giants, but it's a pretty impressive stat, man. He might have made a jump to a pretty damn good player for a second year. I'm super excited to see him this season. Um, he, he seems like he's just always around the ball, making plays in the backfield. You saw in the preseason, too. He missed. I remember he got through the, the line, but then he missed um, missed a couple of tackles here and there. But like you, you know the talent is there. He's getting back there. Yeah. Only caveat, though, is he's not being double teamed like the uh, top players on the line so <laughs> we'll see what happens when they start double teaming him not to keep talking about the hot our defense kind of stacked that like mario edwards i love that the strip sack he had hustler dude nice. <laughs> we, got some, we got some depth on this team yeah i mean we were texting about it earlier but i was just like thinking like you got spoon on one side you got Matt adams on the other and you don't know which side's gonna blitz <laughs> like oh, those yes. guys are dangerous you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that just sounds exciting I'm, to me i love it yeah really excited for this game damn who do you guys super bowl favorite niner i don't the i can't even tell who's gonna win this year like you can't rule out chiefs dolphins look incredible lions early. 
incredible. Yeah, it is early. It, it is still early. I think SF, SF, um, SF Miami. Damn. Oh, you think Miami's gonna? The thing is about like you know translating the offense into November and December, and last year they couldn't do it. So I guess yeah. we'll see if they make that jump this year. I just don't like anybody else in the AFC. I mean the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are that good. I thought you were on the Broncos country, right? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes hasn't looked. Today. Yeah, Mahomes hasn't looked that crazy this year. It's not. That, I don't think it's Mahomes. I think it's um, the enemy gone. Um, I think it's yeah. uh, the wide receivers playing to their talent levels at the moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm. I. I, I think there is weaknesses that I don't think they're going to be able to carry. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know the Bills lost uh, in London, but they 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 do look pretty good at times. I, I mean, they, and they did uh, kind of kill the the, the Dolphins. So it's hard to it's hard to make the claim right now, week six. Uh, but um, you know, it's a long season. It's a big week though for teams start, uh, you know, putting themselves into their their bracket levels. I think especially for the Hawks, like if they win this game. Sky's the limit for us. I agree. I think right now we're on that fringe tier, that like second tier or third tier in the NFL, respect wise. Um, but if we win this game, I think we jump up. Sure. And plus, the schedule looks nice for us the next three, the three weeks such as that. So you want to? I know it's one week at a time here at the Inside Slant, but uh, we want a little <laughs> look ahead. <laughs> so, uh, we got, we got. Cardinals game at home. Cardinals at home. Lock. Chocolate is a W. Week eight against the Browns. We're wearing the Seahawk Royals, the throwback Ooh. unis. Lock. Lock. They ain't losing with those unis. Ryan, aren't you going to that game? Nah, I decided not to, but uh, Deshaun might not even be playing. The, the Hasn't even practiced two straight weeks. Already got ruled out this week before it even hit Friday. So Is he making that trip to Seattle? I mean, he has to. It's three weeks away from now. I know. (laughs) I know the guy. Like, look, I'm more scared of PJ. Just off the field. (laughs) You don't think DTR is going to make a comeback? They uh, they listed uh, PJ as a starter this week already. Yeah, I know. DTR was pretty bad last week. DTR looked pretty bad. I was like, they they might start. They're starting PJ instead. Oh, PJ Walker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, and then who's after Cleveland? Is it um, Washington? Ravens. Ravens. Uh, Ravens. At Ravens. At Ravens. Oh, Ravens is good. Honestly, look, they look shaky too sometimes. Um, yeah, it was just the receivers though. You see, like what, eleven drops or twelve. Like it was pretty bad. So, anyways, guys, let's wrap this up. Uh, we're gonna have a good week this week. I can tell it. Tell so, uh, this. Let's do the Seahawks salute. All right. Hey, one more salute. I mean, uh, one more shout out. One more shout out. Oh, one more shout out. College football Saturday, baby. Oh, oh yes. Oh. How could I forget oh. my yeah, how could I forget my log? Man, that's a lock right there, man. Coming into our environment. Offense looks unstoppable. What's the, what's the spread? I think so. Three minus three. Hey, Huskies minus three. three at home. This is gonna be the, the uh, Oregon Ducks. The two Top ten biggest matchup. consecutive Oregon UW matchups, yeah, in yeah, history. I think right? last year was amazing. In, in so long, bro. college game days already setting up at Red Square, boys. Woo. 
Fuck college game day. When's it, like, has there been a college game day at UW before? What? Or during yeah. our day when we were there? Uh, we did not. Yeah, we we did not win. Uh, they literally <laughs> came for or the Oregon game again, and we did not win. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going that game actually. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I don't know whoever wins this game easily gets vaulted into like playoffs. Top yeah. top four, top five. Well, actually, both both teams can still make it to the playoffs, anyway. So that's true. Uh, the Pac-12 is uh, pretty tough, but um, even if whoever loses, like if they win the rest of the Pac-12 schedule, um, yeah. they could definitely make it to the, to the championship game and win that, and then get back into the playoffs. Because the college football is pretty uh, shaky this year. Dude, what's the over under, bro? Like 80 points? Modest 66. <laughs> this is this is Penix performs in this game. It's it's Heisman like cemented number one, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh yeah, it's up to you. Uh, those of you who listen to the inside slant. Are you tailing? Or are you fading? All right. But again, whatever we said, not financial advice. We didn't even so, give a bet advice on this one. <laughs> Oh, well, that's that's UW lock, baby. UW right. lock. He did say it was a lock, yeah, and we, we did tease the over. And then UW's <laughs> dropping fifty, so lock. <laughs> Oregon's probably dropping forty something too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, close this out. Salute it up. Let's get to the Seahawks salute. Uh, presented to you by Alberto's Beef Jerky. I think we all know, all familiar with the the good old dry beef jerky. As a kid, I did not like it, but when I grew up, I did. Whether you're on a hike or you're looking for just a snack to study with, Alberto's got your back. So a salute to you, Alberto's, and Marcus Trufant, uh, Seattle's very own, just like Alberto's, homegrown product uh, from Tacoma, went to Wazoo, 21 interceptions and one-time Pro Bowl selection. That one kind of surprised me, but uh, Marcus Trufant uh, was one of my favorite corners uh, growing up. Um, And he definitely locked down the side, unlike the other guy on the other side, Kelly Jennings. Um, Marcus Chufant, <laughs> I salute you and Alberto's beef jerky. Damn. We out. Kelly Jennings catching some strays. Fucking <laughs> like old boy Alberto with his.